Oh, I should do the glasses trick where the thing I wanted to do where I pretended as you, I should start off with your oh, yeah. glasses and your hat on, be like, welcome back to another episode of the Sailing Doodles podcast. Well, welcome to the I'm, Sailing Doodles podcast. I'm Bobby White. Yeah, she's, no, she's Amanda. <laughs> Amanda Zachary. So, uh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for Cheers. joining me on the uh, Sailing Doodles podcast. So, if you don't know, this is the, well, I was going to say newest, but returning crew member to Sailing Doodles. Hello. Um, she, you sailed with me, and so Amanda Zachary. You can find her on Instagram, Amanda Zachary. Z a k r i. There's always some confusion there. Yeah. And then, uh, so you sailed with me for a couple months at the end of season one, mm-hmm. and then a long pause until just a few months ago. Where That's you been? It. What's going on? Well, after I sailed with you, I had to go get some sort of job right those pesky real jobs yeah i know i know so i did what i could to avoid that and i ended up in the film industry like well you were already doing some of that before right or were you doing anything like that before i think i was i had done a little bit okay i did um i had done a couple commercials like acted in a couple commercials did i shoot i don't think i had been on the production side of anything at that time yeah oh i i did work for the cowboys and like, I did a lot of sports production. You're doing like FC Dallas, and I remember then too, right? And yeah, you were like a cheerleader FC for them. Girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did some of the like MMA ring girl oh, yeah. type stuff. Cool. But that was all before. That was pre sailing doodles, and then between our yeah first. So you did sailing doodles, and yeah. then all of a sudden, like Hollywood called you and said, "Okay, yeah. you were on sailing <laughs> yeah, doodles." Yeah, that's yeah, what you, happened. Yeah, exactly. No, I had to go out and find that work but so what, what did you do <laughs> um let's see so some friends pointed me in the direction of casting agencies and as soon as i applied for some commercials i got three callbacks right away so i did this dior uh dior show and then i did uh, a commercial for orchard valley and then i had uh, just like a featured role. So it was my first like background acting thing in Queen of the South. And then... What is that? It's a TV show. Yeah. It was on Netflix. But that ended up leading to uh, production assistant work, which turned into production coordinating, more acting. Uh, long story short, I just recently kind of like put my career on pause as an actor and movie producer, production coordinator, assistant director, if you know what any of that is. <laughs> I don't know what all of it does, but I know it, yeah. There's it's a lot of freelancing. It's freelancing, so it's like I would just wear many hats. Where you go, where you actually, where was most of that work done? Was it in California or was it in Texas or where? Mostly in Dallas. Yeah. The, the short film I produced recently was in California, but every most of it's Dallas. And was that, how how hard was that? I mean, was it? I mean, was the pay good? Was it rewarding? I mean, like, what? I mean, or was it too much work for not enough money? What was it like? No, it's volatile. Yeah. It's like the whole, I mean, there are high highs and low lows in that industry. So you'll get a big job and you'll think that it's going to lead to some incredible work. And then you have this, like, you know, a strike or COVID or something. I know that, like, because we talked, I guess the time we talked before you came back was you had just got, I don't think you were acting in it yet. I don't remember if you were acting in it yet or, or on set yet, but you had just gotten the job for 1883. Yeah. 
and they were like, you can't shave anything anymore. <laughs> and you're like yeah. going leg hair out and stuff. Yeah, before even the callbacks, like after the first round of auditions, they said, maybe even before auditions, they said to stop shaving everything. And then I couldn't shave anything on my body for like six months. I couldn't do my eyebrows. My hair had to stay long because um, they wanted everything really. Were you getting some weird looking eyebrows? Not really. Yeah. Yeah, I was very proud. I mean, you're not a very hairy person anyway. Thank I mean, you, you don't have much body hair. Thank you. How was that? I mean, that's just okay. <laughs> the nicest thing anyone's ever sure. said to me. <laughs> but, uh, but so, but I mean, I, I guess that so it must have been really exciting when you actually got the call and you got you know you're showing up on set doing that and then. I guess what you died off like after season well, six, after yeah. episode six. And then I was given a line, like a really short line in episode three and then volunteered lines in episode four and none of that made the cut. So that was a little disappointing too. But when do you find that out? I mean, like, do you watch it with everybody else? Mm -hmm. Like on TV? Yeah. Okay. Unless you're like close enough with. Right. The editor or something crew. like that. Okay. Yeah. One of the, but... one of the, one of the big wigs. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have known. So you were like, episode three, here it comes. Where's my line? Where's my line? And then like, God damn it, nothing happened. Yeah. It was underneath like a bunch of other, they put other voices on top of it. So uh, I'm... You're still okay. saying it? Yeah. Do you get like a, well, so you get more money right for that, right? If you have an active speaking gig versus a non-speaking gig? You do. Yes. Okay. So did you yeah. get a little bit extra for that? Not in this situation. Okay. Are you, yeah. are you SAG though? Like Screen Actors Guild? I'm SAG eligible. What does that mean? So I... If I wanted to pay into the union, I could. So I've had speaking roles on union films. So, it, I mean, there are other ways, I think, to become SAG eligible, but that's how I became eligible. So what is that? I mean, like, yeah, okay. So like when you actually, you're, you're SAG I mean, eligible, but like, do you, if you pay into dues, do you get something out of that or what? Yeah, then, kind of. So then you're, then you are SAG. You're part of the Screen Actors Guild and you can access their benefits, which for me really wasn't worth it because you're already paying in so much that the benefits like... Is it like a percentage or something or is it like a flat fee or what do they pay, take? Uh, it was like a flat, I think it was like $3,000 or really? something that they wanted for the year. And then two or $3,000 and then you get their, some health benefits like well, medical and... Um, okay, I guess, yeah. And. I really don't remember how it all works because I decided it wasn't for me, but um, if you're union, they have, I don't think I should speak to, I would have had to like, I didn't expect to even talk about it, but I'm not that well versed in like all the SAG rules and all, right. no worries. all of that, but if you're SAG, like you get certain, um, like they have to pay you a certain amount a certain for your time. That. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you're paying $3,000 just to join the thing, I mean, like, then they, I mean, gosh, you need to, I mean, yeah, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what the minimum is, but you would think it'd be somewhat high because like, gosh, I mean, that's a lot of money. Well, it ended up being the right move because with all the strikes and COVID right. and everything, there were so many non-union projects to work on. They don't want union members. Right, they, can they, if you're a union, you can't work, or can you work for a non-union place? I don't. No. Okay. No big deal. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and then Can you cut around this? Hey, <laughs> no, we're going. That's all right. We're just going. We're just okay. going. That's that's why I like doing these podcasts is because like uh, the editing takes a lot of time. Yeah. You know, it really does. I mean, like, so if you're so if you're watching like a regular Sailing Doodles video and the video is 15 minutes long, 
it's generally about 30 minutes per hour of, uh, sorry, per, per minute. So 30 minutes of editing work per minute of, of actual whatever you see on the screen. Um, and so, you know, doing a podcast is just set it and forget it. I mean, like, okay, if there's something really you got to cut out, whatever, you don't want to say. But, like, I mean, I try to keep it flowing. So. Yeah. Because it's easy to do. And I'm trying to do more of these. Uh, we're trying to do at least two a month now. I'd like to get it. We're doing one a week. It's just uh, a lot of it's we've been so busy traveling and all that. And, like, setting up all this gear. I mean, like, I, I don't know. You can't see what we got. They're just, like, little crappy tripods. I'm afraid they're going to fall over at any time. And then... We are using these DJI mics, which are really good, um, but I'd rather be doing using studio mics just because you, know, you get that even better quality. But these are right. well enough. I mean, like for video, these are fine. If you're listening on the, to this in audio form, like just on your headphones or something, it'd be a little bit better talking through one of those, but it's not that much of a difference that it's too hard to do. So, but, and that's one of the things when I get the, uh, when I get the new boat, I'll, I'd let, you know, I'll have my office and I don't know if I'll, have that as my podcast studio the office or maybe set something up more semi-permanent like in the salon or something i could be better in the salon because the office would be great but it'll be a little crowded especially if we have more than two people oh, in there yeah because it's how just how big basic. is the office um well it's essentially like so it's 52 foot cat and so you you've been on let's see here you've been on that bali 48 so you saw that forward cabin mm -hmm. it's basically the same size as that forward cabin but without the bed okay so uh it's not big right yeah. i mean so you get you know so you take you know you you could seat two or three people in there pretty comfortably any more than that you couldn't do but then i don't know how well the acoustics would be on that because it's like in an enclosed space so i don't know i feel like the audio would be better in there versus the salon but you're right you can't have a well, bunch of people in there i would have to like i mean which is totally easy to do uh i'd have to like probably put some like sound insulating foam around right. the inside because it's not the It'd be very quiet in there, but I, it's more like the echo that I'd be worried about, the reverb and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, but that's, we'll see how they, how, what costs that bridge when you come to it. I'd actually like to get, I don't know, again, I know some people that have done it, but uh, uh, like kind of get like a closed circuit thing going on. Like it's recording all the time. So that, because like how many times has something really interesting happened on the boat, but nobody had a camera rolling? You want something rolling all the time well i mean not in the bedrooms <laughs> i mean you know whatever but like and it would yeah. be i mean like uh, I, <laughs> I would but it would be it would like it wouldn't be like it would have like a loop right so like a i don't know 12 hour maybe a four or five hour whatever a loop so that like it just overwrites itself so like if we don't if we don't flag the footage or take the card out because something interesting did happen yeah the footage is gone it's not a bad idea. Well, I just, could you imagine all of the things you would catch on that? Like, well, sure. I mean, it might be more interesting in some things, but then like, there's a lot we would definitely not put and on And a lot of boring Well, yeah, stuff. but yeah. no. <laughs> you would never. But we could do such a thing doing that is, especially if we get, um, you know, whatever Wi-Fi going. So we have Starlink right now. We're using the, the residential, well, there's the RV version right now, but I do have a deal with another Starlink provider that I can get access to the, to the, marine version um but i mean if we could do like a live you know um i mean we'd have to keep in mind it is recording all, or live but i mean like say we were doing a crossing a sail sailing crossing right. and then we just like okay we're live you know here's the cameras you know here's all the camera angles you want to switch between them and then people could just live stream it or whatever yeah i mean i, mean, I think it would do what well. people would probably like that it sounds interesting 
I mean, it'd almost be like kind of a Big Brother type thing. That was my first thought, That's Big right. Brother. You want to unzip that a little, maybe get some more air flush in there so you're not getting smoked out. I'm really not too bad. No, no, the, uh, the well, yeah, I guess you can do that not one. That, I was going to say that one, yeah. Which you prefer, this yeah, one? Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Okay. That's fine. Either, okay. Just do, pick one and do it. There you go. All right. I don't know if that helped, but I think whatever. I should have gone with the other one. No, right. It helped a little. There's a little more airflow coming in now. But so we are on. Uh, it is the uh, Sea Ray 340 I bought to use uh, while we're waiting on the new boat to be done. How do you so first thoughts on the boat? What do you think? It's a C I like it. It's a 2001 Sea Ray 340. Uh, so 34 feet long, 11 and a half feet wide with a two and a half foot draft. It's got twin 7.4 liter uh, Mercruiser engines gas, unfortunately. And then, yeah. So how do you like it? I like it. Uh, that's one thing. The ga I guess diesel would be better. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's comfortable. I thought it would be too small, but I... Well, when you first came on the boat, you were kind of like, eh, ha, ooh. Uh, you didn't, you well, were like... okay. First of all, it smelled a little... Well, it had been sitting there, it had been sitting there like like unopened for two months yeah so i didn't i guess i didn't fully realize that and i thought i was just like hoping that smell would i ho was hoping it would air out and it did right yeah. away yeah. so that was my biggest concern <laughs> was the smell and then i was not sure if the space would be too small but it really hasn't been well we did have two people join us for like five days and that was a little cramped it was it was that was that was i wouldn't recommend doing that yeah i mean i think honestly like we're gonna have a couple again join us i think like two nights three nights tops totally because i think they stayed what five nights or something well they had an issue with their hotel to right. be fair that's true they intended to just stay for two and, and then, then go to a hotel for two the hotel wouldn't even let them stay there there was they had an issue with their water yeah something yeah so i think they had a, the water they had a water leak or water wasn't working or something so they're like yeah but. And we took them in again. Yeah, so that was in Key West, though. We had a lot of fun in Key West. We did. It's a fun place. Although I'm kind of ready to, like, get to a more... I mean, Key West is nice. There's a lot of restaurants in there. We've been in, what? We started in... Uh, I can't remember the name of these places. We uh, started in Palmetto. Well, no, I'm oh, just saying since Key West. Oh, since Key West, it was Marathon. Marathon for two nights. Now we're going to Plantation for two nights. We're going to go up to Elliott to Key tomorrow for just mm -hmm. a night because there's nothing there. And then we'll head up to Miami. I was having a hard time getting a slip in Miami. We got a, we had one in Miami Beach, but we're kind of uh, upped our timetable a little. Um, and so, I don't know, just because I, I figured there'd be more, more. I mean, I don't know. The keys are okay, but I'm ready to get to the Bahamas. Yeah, you know, so. I'm too. But I really like changing it up. I like going to new places Yeah. Uh, frequently. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me. Um, so this will be fun though. Yeah, so we're gonna go to uh, we got a marina there in Miami, not the Miami Beach Marina, a different one. I'm not gonna say which one now, but um, and then uh, so we'll stay there for let's see, 14, 15, 16, 17. Mm -hmm. So uh, four nights, and then we might go to Miami Beach Marina for a couple nights. I don't know, and then up to Fort Lauderdale. Um, but while we're in Miami, there's a couple little boat errands I need to run. Like uh, this boat doesn't have enough anchor chain. It has maybe, ah, uh, maybe not even, not even 10 meters of chain. It, it, it maybe, I don't know, maybe 20 feet of chain. So not a whole lot. And really we need to get chain for that. For the, if we're going to be anchoring out regularly, which we're going to be doing in the Bahamas, um, then uh, we need to get more chain. So I figure when we get to Miami, we'll rent a car and then I'll just 
find a place I can buy some chain, get a hundred feet of chain, which will be, I mean, the, the deepest water we're going to anchor in, in the Bahamas will be like 10 feet. So that's, you know, plenty. We, with a hundred feet of chain, you can, you can theoretically anchor in 20 feet of water. So I don't think we'll have a problem with that. And then it does have road on it in addition to that, but, um, and it'll also be nice because it'll put more weight in the front of the boat, which will help us get on plane a little better, I think. Okay. So that'll be nice too. So we have a few errands to run there in Miami, do that kind of boat stuff. Plus then we're having um, uh, an autopilot installed on the boat because it does not have one. And what what are you getting? There's one more thing, right? Well, replacing the chart plotter. Um, so uh, it has this just Raymarine, which I don't like Raymarine. Put a Garmin chart plotter in there and then uh, autopilot. And then what else were we getting there? Oh. The solar. Oh, yeah. And the lithium battery doodah. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to, I was weighing back and forth. Do I want to put solar panels on this thing and get some kind of solar charger? But then that requires the battery bank on this is not really conducive for cruising. I mean, like these boats are not meant to, the, the, this boat is meant for, it's got a generator, right? So, but I, who wants to run the generator 24 hours a day? So this boat's meant, really meant for weekend, week long getaways, going to the, you know, raft up, doing that kind of thing. But it is capable of cruising the Bahamas, which we're gonna do in it. But we're gonna be anchoring out, you know, three quarters of the time. And so then we'd either have to run a generator or we'd have to install some kind of solar, but then the battery bank on this isn't really set up for running on the batteries like all the time. So I got one of those um, solar generators. It's, I'm not gonna say what brand, just cause uh, you know, if they would like to sponsor me, great. But, uh, and so then it's a 3000 watt or three, three kilowatt worth of lithium batteries. And uh, which is a decent amount. Um, and then, cause you can run those all the way down to like 10% and it comes with 400 watts of solar panels. And so what we can do is, you know, um, when we're at a marina, we can charge up that solar bank. And then when we're out on the hook, we have the solar panels out. They're hoping to keep the batteries top, the battery topped off. And then that solar generator can be plugged into the boat, which is keeping the rest of the boat powered and everything. And then like really the only thing that draws on this, uh, I mean, unless we want to run the air conditioner, which we wouldn't do on that. Plus we don't really need the air conditioner once we get out there is, uh, is the refrigerator. And then just like, you know, your pumps for water pumps and stuff like that. So really this thing's not going to use a whole lot of power. So having a three kilowatt battery bank and then 400 watts of solar, I think will do pretty well. We may have to run the generator a couple hours a day, but only a couple hours, yeah. not 15, 20 hours. So that'll, we, we kind of did the math on it trying to decide if it was worth the expense. Cause it's like with a couple of the extra components and everything, it was like $2,800 for that. And I was like, man, I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money. But when I did the math on how much gas we'd be spending on running a generator for 45 days straight, uh, and then all the maintenance goes with that, I was like, okay, it's kind of a break even just to do that. Yeah, there's a little bit of a difference, but there are other benefits to having, to having that too. What's it called? Like, what do you call it? A it's a, what is it? it's a solar generator. Solar generator. Okay. It's a solar, well, I mean, it's not really. I mean, yeah. Well, I guess it is. It's it's a it's basically it's three kilowatts of lithium batteries and an inverter. So it'll and solar panels. So it'll take the solar. It'll charge its batteries off out of it, or you can plug it in to like the boat, 
And so when we're running the generator or we're hooked up to shore power or something like that, it'll charge the lithium batteries. And then it's got an yeah. inverter in it, so then it can power basically the boat. Cool. So, yeah. I think it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it probably will be. And then at the end, we could even sell it, maybe get two-thirds of our money back. Right. Maybe. Then, yeah, it really would be a break-even. Yeah. Or maybe even save you some money. Maybe. I mean, I don't know so. how much the, the used market is for, for those kind of things, you know. I don't mm -hmm. know. But, I mean, I'm sure there's people selling it. Sorry, just checking the time there. Uh, I can't see that from here. I know. You need <laughs> you need your glasses. It's uh, 21 minutes, so. Okay. I try to do these like 45 minutes or something like that. I don't know. Gosh, what in the world could we talk about for 20 more minutes? I mean, the 23 more it. minutes. Yeah, I don't know. No. But so I guess, are you excited to get to the Bahamas? Yeah, I'm just excited to be anywhere and everywhere. Like, yeah. I'm, I really just go with the flow on these trips. I want to cover everything. So, yeah. I went to the Bahamas uh, or the Exumas once mm -hmm. with you before. It yeah. sounds like we're going to hit some more spots. So, that'll be. Yeah, so the general plan cool. is we're going to do. Um, so, we'll cross over to Bimini like on the 28th or something. Uh, of December, uh, and then, uh, or the 29th, depending on the weather. And then we're gonna go to Chub Key for New Year's, meet some other, some of my friends there that I've I've got a buddy boat with in the past. And then after Chub Key, we'll go to, well, they, I don't know if they'll go straight to um, the Exumas or not. It's probably, I don't know. Um, but we'll, we will go after Chub Key to Nassau, get, get fuel, top off there, and then run to uh, uh, the Exumas, which is not too far away from there. But, um, and then cruise down the Exumas. Uh, we gotta leave the boat in Georgetown while we go to the flotilla. We have the Sailing Doodles flotilla. January 29th through February 5th in the BVI. If you go to sailingdoodles.com and be on the front page there, you can join us. Are you ready for, have you like recuperated from the last one? The last one was recovered? a lot. The last <laughs> one was uh, definitely, uh, 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 yeah, it was a lot. Hopefully there won't be as many shots involved this time. Well, I think it's safe to assume there will be. I don't know about that. You don't think? The, we had the shot pushers on our last boat. I don't think we have them this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, it's all right. Do you know who's going for the um, most part? Well, so, yeah, so, um, uh, so on, I don't know, like, all the other boats. Uh, there's, last time I checked with Navigar, I think they said they had options for, I think they said, like, all of the boats, but three or four of them weren't fully booked yet, but they had, somebody had put, like, an option on it. So, I like, but they are doing it by the cabin as well. So, you can either book your whole boat and bring your friends and do that, or you can do it by the cabin, um, and then they'll just randomly partner with you people. Um, now on our boat, so we have a Lagoon 460, um, so we're having the owners of the boat, who I met at a boat show or two, and we've hung out, um, and they're really cool. Uh, uh, Abby and I think her name's Jamie. And uh, so they bought the Lagoon 460 and have it in the Navigar fleet, so I was like, why don't you guys come down and join us? Yeah. And then, I did ask Alina to come back. She hasn't responded yet, um, or she has responded. She had to check with work, so she doesn't know yet. Nice. And then, and then I have a friend, uh, Crystal, that lives in St. Thomas. That she's going to take the ferry over and join us. Yeah. So um, that'll be our boat, and then after that, I don't know. So, but well, I don't know. If, I think we have eight or nine boats. I think there's our boat plus eight other boats that are chartered. So it'll be a lot, and it's fun. It's a fun. We'll do kind of the similar route we did last time, which is 
start in Nanny Key there on Tortola, go down to Norman Island, which is where Willie T's is, uh, and then that evening, probably dinner on the boats, or you can do dinner and happy hour at Willie T's. There is another marina uh, restaurant there, but we'll do that one like the last night probably. So then we go from there over to Cooper Island. They have a really nice um, uh, like resort there um, with a nice restaurant and bar and everything. It's really cool and it's a, it's a pretty island. And then from there we'll go the next night go to uh, Virgin Gorda and do the baths. Um, and then oh sorry, after the first night. Um, before we go to Cooper, we'll stop at the Indians and snorkel and the caves. There's a couple snorkel spots to do that. Then go to Cooper Island. Um, if people want to dive, they can dive there off the wreck of the Rome. Um, we might, I don't know if we'll have time to do that. But And then Cooper Island. And then after that, uh, Virgin Gorda do the baths, which is always really cool. Um, and then head around over inside the Sound at Virgin Gorda and either do Sabre Rock or the Bitter Inn Yacht Club. We did Sabre Rock last time, which I love, but um, the Bitter End Yacht Club is back now, so maybe we'll try that one instead. And then weather permitting, if the if it's if the we didn't get to do it last time because the the winds were really strong out of the east northeast, uh, we'll sail to uh, Anagata, which is about 25 miles, but um, it's kind of in the open ocean. So like, if the wind's too strong or something like that, it'll be kind of a rough sail. So it was too strong last time. It was 25 knots and six foot seas. And, oh yeah, uh, you don't want to do that. Yeah, it would have been no. beating into it and all that. So and then after Anagata, back to what? Uh, I think I don't know. I have, at that point, it's kind of up in the air. We can do Jos Van Dyke, or we can go to Kane Garden Bay, which is I really like on the north end of Tortola. That's probably what we'll do. Um, and then the next day, head over to Jos Van Dyke and do Foxy's Taboo for lunch, and go see the blowhole, which or the the bubbly pool. It's kind of like a natural spa. And then head to the other side, White Sound or uh, or uh, Soggy Dollar Bar for the afternoon, and you know do all that stuff. And it's a lot of fun there. And then the next to last night, or the last night rather, sail from there back to Norman Island, uh, do dinner at the Pirates Bite, and then um, and then back to Nanny Key the next morning. That's you just kind of do a loop around the island. I'm pretty excited for the flotilla because I've never been to the BBI, so this is like. If you're gonna do like just sail one week somewhere, I mean the BVI is hands down the best place to go sail. Uh, uh, are you doing in New York? I have a little bit a little left. Um, yeah, that's what. It, it it's. Said. It's like. It's some of the. It's really beautiful, clear water. Uh, it, it's the beautiful. The islands are beautiful. It's relatively easy to get to from the United States. I mean, our, we're flying. I think we're flying straight down to Miami. It's like a two and a half, three hour flight. We're, we're going straight into um, to Beef Island. Um, or you can fly into St. Thomas and then take the ferry over. It's a little bit cheaper doing it that way, but you know, all the extra time and all that. It's, I mean, I, mean, I, I got pretty good airline, I got pretty good price on tickets going to, um, going to right, straight to, to Beef Island. Um, and then, you know, there's tons of good dining and good bars. It's just a lot of fun. There's a lot of mooring balls and all that. Um, so it's a, uh, it's just, in my opinion, one of the best places to go sail. Like, if you want to go spend a week and like sailing around French Polynesia and Tahiti, sure, but it's a thirty-hour flight to get there. Yeah. You know, which is that's what sucks. So, the BVI, it's the way to go. Although it's crowded, that's the problem. Makes sense. Yeah. It also sounds like there's good diving and snorkeling. Like the reefs are. Yeah, awesome there's over there. there's a lot of good. Yeah, the diving and snorkeling is pretty good. Um, uh, and the water is very clear. 
um, because you're pretty far from, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's a few lakes or streams on Tortola, but the rest of the islands, there's no, I mean, there, you know, the water clarity is pretty good. You're pretty far from Puerto Rico. You're about, I don't know, 60 miles, 50 miles from Puerto Rico. So like, you know, around Puerto Rico, the water's a little murky because it's a big island with lots of runoff and rivers and stuff. Well, I'm sold. All right. Well, I think I'll on. be there. All right. Well, we got, uh, let's say, December 12th. So we are recording this on December. I don't know. This video will probably come out in the next few days. So that'd be pretty good. But yeah. So our plan here is we're going to fly back to Dallas on the 22nd and uh, do Christmas and all that. And then fly back to, I guess, on the 28th. Is that when our flight is? Yeah. Uh, yes. We'll have to watch the weather a little bit leading up to that. Like if I need to fly back a day or so early to get the boat ready to go, and we, then we leave on the 28th or whatever. But we'll see how it goes. Too early to tell. Okay. So. We'll play it by ear. Keep an eye on things. Yeah. But you said we'll know before we even go back potentially, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you can look Good at the weather idea. forecast. I mean, a week out, you have a general idea. But like three or four days before, you know, it's generally pretty solid. Yeah. And we'll know because you know when we'll be crossing the Gulf Stream. So for those that don't know, the Gulf Stream is a current that goes from like around the tip of, from the Gulf of Mexico, around the tip of uh, Florida up the East Coast. And it's a, a current of about three to five knots from south to north. And so you do not want to cross that when there's a north wind. And then this boat being such a small boat, you don't really want to do it in a east wind either. Because, you know, three, three, four foot seas of this, and this boat is fine, it's just rough and then it's 50 miles across. So do you really want to be in rough chop for like three and a half or three hours? Not at all. Yeah, so. <laughs> Glad someone knows what they're doing. <laughs> I, I've done it once or twice, but. So what we were talking about we need here though is, although there's no space on this boat for it, is like scooters or bikes. The next boat. Well, yeah, there'll be a lot more space on the next boat. This yeah. boat. I mean, I, I do have my scooters in storage and Florida, which we're going to get maybe next week, but once we get to the Bahamas, we won't use them. So I don't know if That's I want. I was about to say. I don't want to like have the space taken up on the boat. Yeah, there's no point. We don't need them this leg. Mm -hmm. There are a few times it would have been convenient, but it's better to just not have them. I'd rather have walked today and. Well, yeah, but I mean, like if we had the scooters. I mean, like so we went to lunch at what? It was three. It was six tenths of a mile. So I mean, like as the crow flies, it was. So it was three quarters of a mile. So it took us 15 minutes to get over there. But like, you know, there's a bunch more restaurants like two and a half miles away that scooters would make that an easy thing or bikes, you know, walking. That's I little... know, but then we'd have sc scooters. <laughs> we'd have scooters to deal with. Well, now that we day. don't, well, now that we don't have four people on the boat, like that second bedroom in here would be a pretty easy storage area. And we that's do. true. We so, do have more space down there. Yeah. So there, we really haven't needed them a lot though. Well. We definitely didn't need them in Key West. Probably didn't really need them in Naples or Palmetto. But for the last, in Marathon and here in, in, in Isla Morada, they'd definitely be helpful, I think. We go to more places. Although, yeah. they have Ubers here and stuff, so it's not terrible. Yeah. The Ubers are expensive here, though. Are it they? was like 18 bucks plus, I mean, to go two miles. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's 18 bucks to go two miles. I wonder if that has anything to do with their uh, competing uh, ride service. Yeah, well, we tried to, so here in Isla Morada, they have, like, it's called Freebie. It's like a free shuttle service. It's on demand. It's kind of like Uber, but, like, the town has it. 
and you know they there's some advertising and stuff there but like when we tried to call them this morning they said they're not i don't know due to traffic they're not operating on this island so yeah. i don't know but i don't know but that's why maybe that's i mean when there's only one uber driver on the island he, they true. can charge whatever they want yeah that's true sure there aren't a ton of people around here driving for uber i'm sure they might come down from miami they're like wait a minute they're paying 18 dollars a mile in isla Mirada. i'll come down and do that i don't know how yeah, busy maybe. they stay but you know i mean i guess if they can charge 18 dollars a mile or a, for per nine dollars a mile then they're probably pretty busy i guess i don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah maybe so what have you not liked about this boat so far Oh, what have I not liked? Um, I don't know. We had some issues with the head, right? Yeah. Is that resolved? Not really. Um, so the head, it's a vacuum flush system. So like there's a, a pump that, uh, the, it's a, a pump that moves a bellows. A bellows looks like an accordion. Mm -hmm. And so it, you know, the accordion opens, right? And then it, it closes so it's got a one-way valve so when it opens it draws in from the the toilet side and when it closes it closes that valve and it pushes it out the other way but it but event, initially it, it it does that with air right so it creates suction on the end of that thing so when you hit the 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 flush button it just sucks all that stuff through the pipe towards the tank well that pump motor is going out it's intermittent so like uh so electric motors some of them have what's called brushes and uh, they get it's kind of an older technology that now the more modern electric motors have brushless they're just more efficient and they don't have this problem but this other one does so the brushes are kind of getting stuck and so if we go ahead and tap on the motor it'll knock it loose and it'll it'll run um, so but the problem is every time it does that I have to go down there and tap on that motor and get it working we're getting a new motor next week but you know that's yeah. the problem is that we're here. I just had the whole head system rebuilt except for the motor. So. Well, of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how these Well, cuz the motor work. was working fine, but everything, you know, it replaced all the valves and stuff like that cuz those valves tend to get gunked up and messed up and do all that. You mm. don't want you don't want to have Gross. I've had a <laughs> vacuum flush system like the bellows, the accordion part, uh -huh. like split. And so then it's just like mashed potatoes. <laughs> Oh no. Yeah. That's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. So, no. Yeah, it was gross. It was, so then I had to remove that pump and replace it. Oh my god. But then no. there's just no, shit everywhere. No. Literally there's shit everywhere. You have mentioned before having an issue where there's shit everywhere. But this must have been it. Oh yeah, I, don't I mean I think I really realized exactly what But but so think about happened. it. Those hoses are still full of toilet water and and poopy toilet water. So then when you disconnect that pump, there's still shit literally in the hoses. So it's going everywhere. And then like, it's all in there everywhere. Like you're gloved up and everything, but like, I it's can. just gross. And then you got to hose all that down. Luckily the way it, where it was, it, I could hose it all down. I went down into the bilge and the bilge just pumped everything overboard. Okay. But still, and then we had to go pretty down, and, you know, Clorox wipes and spray and do, wipe it all down. Oh, it's pretty God. gross. Yeah, that's it, gross. It was I'm not sorry. a good smell. I Is that one of your like most traumatizing experiences? Well, that one time, <laughs> I, well, all the toilet work for sure. Like uh, another time on White Squall, working on that one, and somebody had flushed a tampon down the damn toilet, mm -hmm. and it got stuck in the motor. 
And so like I'm taking the motor apart, like why doesn't this work? And I take it apart and sure enough, there's a tampon stuck in there. And I was like, what the fuck? So I was not too thrilled about that. I bet. I mean, it could have been done before, like, like before, I mean, but uh, I mean, one of, my, one of my briefings to people when they get on the boat is like, if it doesn't come out of your body, it does not go in the toilet, including right. toilet paper. Right. So, I mean, I guess they thought, oh, it came out of my body. Like, no, no, if your body... <laughs> it's not what I meant. <laughs> if your body didn't process it or make it, it doesn't go in the toilet. Yeah. Luckily, I can. I was able to grasp that one. Yeah. Well, that's why I have... <laughs> oh, I mean, we, we installed one on this boat. We installed a bum gun. So it's like a, a, a hand the, bidet. bidet. Yeah, it's great. Because, I mean, you know, you use very little toilet paper that way. Number one, you don't have to buy toilet paper very often. Number two, it doesn't... Because you can't put toilet paper in the toilet, so then you have a little waste basket. So your waste basket doesn't get as gross. What? <laughs> I'm just wondering if people are enjoying this conversation as hey, much as people we should are. know. People should <laughs> they know. Should. I do think it's a good thing mm -hmm. to talk about. I mean, it's... Boat stuff isn't always glamorous, right? Right. But, and I'm enjoying this conversation. Oh, are you? You're enjoying but the conversation? But I just realized we've been talking about toilets and tampons and shit for like 10 minutes. I mean, that's a boat life. That's boat life. Boat life is toilets, tampons, and shit. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I mean, and, that's, and wine. And wine. The wine makes it all bearable, I guess. <laughs> we can keep talking about it for sure. It just okay. occurred to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you guys, let us know in the comments. Yeah. Is, is it valuable information, or would you rather us not talk about poop? I think they probably liked this one. Yeah. I think we should talk more about it. Yeah. I don't know. We could talk about bikinis, but it's like been crappy weather, so it's been blowing pretty hard the last few days. And uh, uh, bikinis. Yeah. What about bikinis? There's no bikinis right now because it's gonna be rainy and cold the next like week here and down in Florida. I know. I know. What are we gonna do? I've been like bundled up even. It's yeah. in the 70s. I'm wearing my Sailing Doodles hoodie. You can uh, go to sailingdoodles.com and pick up a hoodie. I like it. I want one. Yeah. I actually want some swag. I don't have any. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I think about like stealing one of your shirts or something. Yeah. I'll, uh, don't, don't hit us. What's he going to do? Oh, that'd be. No, he's just parking his Interesting. Boat. Yeah. Uh, interesting turn of events. So, yeah, in this marina here, I mean, we're parked right next to the sheriff's boat, and then there's another sheriff's boat, so I think we're pretty safe here. Not too many people are going to try to steal all this. We'll see. But, yeah, they beefed up security for us. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in here, I didn't have a problem, but getting out of the last marina, like, when my... I, I need to adjust the idle. The idle on the port side engine is just a little low. So, like, if I bring it all the way back to idle, like the throttle, that, that port side engine will die. Um, so I need to bump that up a little bit, and uh, it did that several times when we were trying to dock you know, at the last marina, and I'm like, jeez, freaking, you know. Cause I was really glad that I was somewhat helpful. You were did. You did a great time. job. Thank you. I mean, not like, you know, not 100% there, but felt like mm -hmm. I could help. We're about to lose one bit. of our cameras. Oh, there it went. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, it made it most of the time. Yeah, it made it most of the time, so. All right. Oh, wow, it's already 40 minutes. Okay, cool. Well, time's flying by, see? We should record like three more today. Uh, no. No? I mean, if you want to, okay. <laughs> you don't uh, have it in you? I could no. talk. Talk all day. What do you want to talk about? No. <laughs> no. Bring it up. Come now on. Now that I said that, I don't know. Oh, what did we talk about? Um, well, 
damn now now, you now the pressure's on <laughs> how, how are your boat bruises doing i don't even know where they're coming from like that one's almost like getting worse and i've had it for a week it does look pretty like you've had that one's been there a week what do you think happened i have no idea i don't either i, I mean, guess i just bump into things it's i might probably one of those cuts. nights in on duval street that we don't remember that much i of anyway. don't remember yeah. yeah i was just talking to someone about this i like vaguely remember a couple of nights on duval which is an issue <laughs> i mean that's a common occurrence on duval street i believe so duval street yeah. is like the main drag in uh uh key west it's like, like we're bourbon all bars. street yeah it's like bourbon street there basically yeah it's i like it i mean I, key west is a it's cool it's like it's a cleaner new orleans much cleaner new orleans because new orleans is pretty dirty yeah it is um and I mean, it's, it's not fun. safe new orleans is unsafe uh i mean as long as you don't do something stupid you're generally okay but yeah it'd be hard to be yeah. it'd be hard to get crime's a little high it'd be hard to find crime i mean there is crime in key west i'm sure but it'd be petty hard to, yeah stuff. petty stuff yeah stealing bicycles and stuff right? yeah. there's probably not too many muggings or robberies there some locals were saying that bike theft is number one the yeah. biggest crime there i thought it was going to be drugs or dinghy theft or something yeah i don't know, I don't know. bikes we haven't even used a dinghy yet so we bought one but we'll use it in the bahamas though great we haven't used it yet we've been lugging it around everywhere and yeah so we bought like a what 10 foot i don't know it's a three three point it's a three point one meter so like ten feet ten foot uh, little west marine dinghy but it's got actually a, a fiberglass keel and we got a, a mercury nine point nine motor for it which we haven't even put oil in yet so uh, I don't know mainly I haven't done it because uh, here in the in Florida they're from what I've heard I don't know they're pretty strict on like registration stuff so I've got this boat registered and we got a temporary cruising pr permit for Florida but uh, you know, they want you to have all your dinghies and all that stuff registered, too, if you're going to use it. Oh. And I'm like, I, I mean, I'm not going to use it here. So I'm just when we get to the Bahamas, you don't have to have any of that crap. So that's why I haven't really done anything with it yet. I think you mentioned that probably multiple times, but it just clicked for yeah. me. Yeah. So. Uh, so do you have any more uh, acting stuff in the network and pipeline or anything? I could, but I'm really not putting myself out there for things right now. Um, oh, there's Below Deck. I submitted us for Below Deck. Oh, yeah, you did do that. <laughs> did, did you submit one for yourself, too? I submitted for you. I'm too old for that now, though. But I added at the end that I was also okay. interested. So it's really, like, I submitted for you. And then I said Amanda Zachary is the other crew on did the Did you hear anything back? You said you know this person, or what? I know of them. So I know for sure they are... The casting director for below deck so i know i reached out to the right person i know who she is yeah. but um i don't know her person but i mean i'm 46 they probably want under 40 probably i would imagine i mean because um, like all the cat all like the deckhands and all those people are like 20s and 30s well, the, the captain i was thinking like uh i mean any crew that's been on your boat i think it'd be cool what do you mean? for them to oh sure have any any former crew on yeah. or current crew yeah hey below deck um <laughs> no i'd rather honestly i'd rather like stay sailing around with you well you've been working okay you got to follow her instagram at amanda zachary z-a-k-r-i but you've been what you, what's up with your youtube channel oh yeah 
That's right. Um, when's your next video? When's your first video in like 18, 18 years so from now? So that's something I'm trying to figure out. So I have three now that, that I, are done? I, uh, third will be done tomorrow, I think. Wow. And yeah, I know. I'm, I've three batched, but I don't know if I should start January because of Christmas. I don't want to launch like the week before and then have the second one. Christmas week's always kind of a bad week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe. I, I think mean, January, like, I think January is the time to do it. Just new year, new vlogger. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I think the videos are pretty good. The first one's a little short, but they're way better than what I was putting out before. Is it at Amanda Zachary on YouTube? So yes. go ahead and find her Amanda Zachary. It's, it's all one thing, Amanda Zachary. Z-A-K-R-I. All right. And then you can subscribe so then you get notified when our yeah. first video comes out. I have everything is Amanda Zachary. Like you can find me everywhere and it's all the same thing. So it's like Instagram, um, I caved, I got TikTok. And then there's yeah. Patreon and um, YouTube, Facebook, website, all of it's the same thing. So it's pretty easy. But I do like Adventures with Amanda Zachary. It's kind of like what I've call my so what are your video. first three videos then the first one is um pataya okay and what, what, what were you doing in pataya it was like a day out a hungover day out with alina and rat and who rat yeah rat money so our my friend that owns uh, <coughs> sorry group island spirit uh he's the manufacturer of the boat i'm buying um his his wife Wife, yeah, or girlfriend, yeah, same thing. Yeah, they've been together partner. for like twenty years, um, fifteen years or something like that. Uh, yeah, we hung out. Yeah, and so she's Thai. It's just took him around. Yeah, and so I vlogged a little bit there, but that video is only five minutes, so it's pretty short. But the second one is Phuket, and then the third one is Bangkok. What are you doing at Phuket? It was like, I think I went to lunch with Alina hung out a little bit at the villa. It was the day that you and I weren't together. You went to... Oh, I went to go do the boat electrical stuff. Electrical marine. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, you did boat stuff. And boat so I stuff filmed can mean that different day. things. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the other one was, tell them. Uh, <laughs> the other one was uh, Bangkok? Yeah, Bangkok. Okay. Um, and then my fourth one is going to be... Uh, Dallas. I learned. I took a little sailing lesson. Oh, yeah. And hung out with some friends. So I think that'll be my fourth, as long as I got enough content. Yeah. And we're just gonna keep going from there. There you go. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining me uh, on another Sailing Doodles podcast. You guys, Thank make you. sure you like and subscribe to the video. Appreciate you. Um, and then, uh, so what we'd like to do the next the next podcast will be an Ask Me Anything. So what I do is I ask uh, of our patrons and channel members uh i put a post on there say hey ask me anything so in the comments you just say you know uh tell me about your next boat or what happened with this you know who's this person all that stuff i'll answer all your questions so hit that up hit a patreon.com sailing noodles check out amanda zachary on all their stuff and um i guess we're going to mexican food tonight oh yeah all right dinner we can well, do that cheers Cheers. Oh, and uh, com. get yourself a hoodie. It's hoodie season. I'm telling you. It is. I like this hoodie. I really do. It's I cool. like it too. I also like how um, all the, everything feels. Everything yeah. Is, like the good, it's Which, good material. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. See ya.